up, nerds? And welcome back to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right, it's time for the flagship Three Flat Nerds Podcast, better known as 3FN. And as always, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. I am your host, Rich. And joining me as they do each and every week are my homies, my home slices, my skillets, if you will. First of all, he is the man who cast the deciding vote that banned Will Smith from the Academy for a decade. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ron. Well, that's happening. We're going to get him all the heat. It had to be done. Getting him all the heat over here. And then, of course, the man that doesn't need an introduction, yet he has the longest introduction in all podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you hashtag Big Natty Cool, hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style, hashtag Challenge Accepted, hashtag Diesel Malenko, because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the leader of the Minnows Gang and is also your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He's the man, the myth, and the legend rolled up into one jolly old ginger bearded feller. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Diesel. I know for a fact Tupac faked his own death to get away from Jada. Oh, oh. hot takes. Hot <laughs> shit. I wish I had that in the board. <laughs> I may have to add that in uh, for future references. But uh, as we always do, let's start off by talking about how everybody's week has been. Ronald, how has been the week? Once again, just an average week. Nothing major. Um, Wednesday's group, we were watching, still walking through Witchlight, where you know we actually, due to our paladin, we did not have to fight outside our weight class. Nice. We actually convinced her to let us do <laughs> some things. The the hag that we had to deal with. So now we're on another quest nice. to go deal with her sister. So we'll see how that one goes. So, you know, thanks to our paladin, the new guy, Ryan. You know, great job, buddy. So, <laughs> or else I think that would have been the end of the campaign. Nice. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Friday group rolled around. Uh, we kind of had to, ended up canceling last minute, so we just played uh, other games, Boss Monsters, which is a nice little card game where you're the boss. You build the dungeon trying to kill heroes, and you're, you know you're the last room in the dungeon because you're the boss. And you know it's a fun little card game. It you know just takes 10, 15 minutes. It, we just had to run through the rules again because it's been a while. But it's it's one of those little fun things. So that's nice. what we ended up doing, and then. Saturday hit Sonic. Sunday just did stuff around the house because, you know, adulting is a thing. And that was it. Nice. Right on. Uh, Diesel, how was the week? Uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, Friday, you know, get out of work. My coworker wanted to learn how to draft, so he was going to meet me down here. Wind up, he canceled on me. No biggie. So had an early night Friday, so that was a plus because Saturday I played in the 2K Legacy event here at Dragon Master Games. To which I crushed my first round opponent, and then my lack of knowledge of legacy got the best of me for the next couple of rounds. <laughs> ah. But it was a good time. Um, and then Sunday was uh, dinner over at my dad's, who I haven't seen in a while. It was my stepsister's birthday, so it was just a nice day out. Oh, that was awesome. You had a great day. Yeah. Uh, I had an interesting weekend as well. Uh, I went ahead and uh, went to Excite Wrestling. Our good friend Johnny Moose's promotion there at the X at the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. Uh, I, I went to that. And then afterwards, uh, myself, Kenham, uh, Crazy Curtis, and of course, the, the dog himself. Uh, we went and watched UFC. 
And then the next day, I, I watched GCW's show from Saturday and the Sunday one live. So I, I had a good weekend. Nice little, uh, the only wrestling I watched was GCW. I said that after a WrestleMania hangover, I wasn't going to watch too much wrestling. So I stuck to that word. It was, it was pretty good. And uh, overall, I, I had a good weekend. It was kind of relaxing for the most part. Uh, I was telling you guys, I tried to go see Sonic on uh, Sunday with the kid. And uh, yeah, yeah, people are coming back to the movie theater, which I shouldn't be irritated by it, but I was irritated by it as I showed up and the theater was sold out. And by sold out, there was still seats in the front, but we, we crossed those out. Yeah. No matter what movie yeah. it is, I cross out the front. But the entire back of the large, one of the large theaters was all sold out for it. I was kind of impressed by that. We were under like a time restraint, so I was like, ah, guess I'll just have to catch it. Thankfully, I got out of work early today, so I got to go see uh, Sonic 2, which we are reviewing later as part of the 3FN Movie Club this week. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, hey, I got there. I got things done, and here we are. Hopefully, everybody at home is having a great, great week as well. And hopefully, you guys will have a great week this week as well. But before we jump in the show, we have to let you know how to get a hold of us with them pesky opening plugs. Because uh, first up, if you would like to talk to us, say anything, suggest a movie that we should uh, review, you know, just say hi and what's up. You can do that on our social medias, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast on Facebook. Like and share the page. We're at 3 Fat Nerds Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Remember to use that hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. Of course, all information about the 3 Fighters podcast and everything else we do here at 8122Productions can be found at 8122Productions.com. Go there. There's a lot of there's a litany of things there. All the shows are listed there. All the information about all the shows are listed there. Friends of the show are there, like the ODPH and Sci-Fi Horror Fest. They're listed there. Their websites, links right over to them. Of course, last but not least, we have our friend The Bands. We got those, that, you know, like Shout at the Robots, who does the theme song for the Three Vendors podcast, them and all the other great bands that lend us their music. They're all listed there, so you can check out their music, easier links to them, and help support them. Like they support us, our local sponsors. Of course, the twitch.tv slash six or some podcast link is there. Make sure you're following us on there because, first of all, every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for wrestling fans, we go live, myself and Ken M for the ODPH with 607 TWS, talking all things pro wrestling. Of course, you can find that on podcast form anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607-TWS. Also, I want to throw out there that we've already given the date. April the 30th, Saturday, April 30th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Three Fat Nerds, four-year extravaganza is going down, which technically last week the ODPH did wish us a happy four-year anniversary. <laughs> I didn't even talk about it on the show because technically, yes, our four-year anniversary was last week. I know because the uh, pod bean bill came in <laughs> and... <laughs> And then, like, last but not least, we're going to do it with the party. So we're going to celebrate at the Extravaganza. Remember, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in preparation for it. You at home should watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because we're going to we're gonna dive into that. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot of special guests like we always do. It's going to be streaming live on Twitch, and then we'll probably put it on podcast form as well for you, our loyal listeners. Also, uh, there, there's the, if you would like to support the show monetarily, we have two cool ways to do that. One, there's a link for our T Public store. Go there and buy some merch. It helps support us. And two... Two is, of course, patreon.com slash 8122productions for as little as $1 a month. You get a ton of extra bonus content, including this show early. And it's uncut, unedited, and uncooked. And tons more to come. And it's a great way to support us and help out. With that being said, one-stop shop is always 8122productions.com because all those links are there. But if you would like any of those links, they are in the liner notes to this podcast. Take it home, Mario. <laughs> um, speaking of T Public, let me just throw T Public out there. 
The reason I don't give out a link to T Public, like 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 say it, is because it's fucking pain in the ass. There's a bunch of numbers and whatever in it. Searching T Public for things is damn near impossible. Oh really? I should. I, I'm not shooting on them. <laughs> I like the support. Any podcaster out there, I'll tell you the same. Or anybody else selling their stuff on T Public. Well, so that's why it's important if you are to support any podcast, ours, the ODPH, our friends at So Wizard, any other podcast out there. Yeah. I'm not going to list all our friends of podcasting. You know who you are. We love you. Hopefully, you guys have that link in your descriptions of your social medias because that's the best place to click on the link. It'll take you right to the shop. And that's the same with us. If you go to our link tree that's attached to any of our social medias, the link is there. If you go to the website, the link is there. And we're going to have some new merch coming out pretty soon on there. Ah, that was a lot to get over because somebody was asking me before, how can you find it? Just put three fat nerds in? I'm like... You can do that, but it'll take you 10 fucking years to weed through everything. Because <laughs> it'll next, go, well, next. well, the best part is it's like everything that has the three in it or everything that has fat in it and everything that has nerves in it. We think it would just take you to our stuff, but no. Nah. And that's what was, with everybody else because I've searched other people's to support them. It's nah. a fucking nightmare. So you got to go just click on it. There you go. There's the there's the key. If you would like to support any podcasters, friends, or just podcasts you enjoy, including us, best way to do it. And you get some cool swag. And we'll let you know when the sales are coming up. Just keep your eye on our social medias. And on this show, we try to talk about the sales if I know about them when we're recording. But it's early in the week. Usually, I don't know too much. With that being said, though, we got a show to get to. Not a very long show this week. We got, like I said, in the second half of the show, 3FN movie review of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We also will have Diesel's movie triple stuff, of course, to kick off the second half of the show. But you know what it is. You know what time it is. We We always start the show by taking you to... This week's edition of the Nerd News. Bing, bang, boom. Black, tap, tap. Now, if I did that quicker, it would sound like I was firing a gun. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. Oh, with that being said, though, we don't have a ton of news this week. I mean, it's, it's not surprising. Lately, there hasn't been a cripe ton of news. It's, it's unusually slow right now. Well, there is a ton of news, but we just don't talk about the Will Smith incident. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we set our piece. We moved on. For some reason, the rest of the world hasn't. Oh, my God. That's uh, just getting tiring. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's, uh, there's some other movies that are coming out that I have no, you know, whatever in. We could talk about Ezra Miller. We, we did that last week on Patreon because we had a lot of fun with it. But, like, it's just it's annoying yeah. now, whatever. Uh, the only thing I will say about the Ezra Miller stuff is I, I, I hear the... Uh, the, the, the Fantastic Beast movie still coming out, right? Yeah. Uh, didn't Disney get rid of fucking uh, Johnny Depp for less? Yeah. I'm just going to throw that one out there. No, but they're not going to turn down that cash cow. Uh, you, you, sometimes the mouse makes me sick, and that's one of the times, man. Free free Johnny Depp. Actually, they tried to bring him back, and Johnny Depp told him to go fuck themselves. Pretty much. He's going to be able to live the rest of it. Well, he already has enough money to say fuck you to Hollywood, period. I mean, the man owns multiple islands, but he's about to get all of Amber Heard's money as well. So, hey. <laughs> Hey, win if he, win. If he slaps her at the Academy Awards, does the same thing happen? <laughs> oh, what well, Academy Awards is she gonna win? Oh, <laughs> yeah. so she ain't presenting any of them either. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, with that being said, that's why we stay out of all these Hollywood controversies. Because other than making jokes about them, eh, we ain't got nothing. Yeah, we got nothing to add. But let's talk about something that is uh, uh, the news that has been going over. We mentioned it a few weeks ago, but now it is officially finalized as of last Friday, and that of course is. The merger, and I'm saying it with air quotes, merger of Discovery Plus and Warner Media. Uh, it's not necessarily a merger. It is a takeover. But they like to call them mergers. Now, mind you, I feel like every time what we used to know as Warner Media has changed hands. It's always been a 
merger, <laughs> there was just a corporate takeover. Because remember, it was created by Ted Turner, and it yep. was Turner Media, and then they turned it into Time Warner Media when they <laughs> when they acquired some cable networks or cable stations or providers. Mm-hmm. Sorry, providers. Uh, back in the day, where people really still went to cable providers, I know there's some people still out there, other than your internet. Uh, but on top of that, then it got bought out by AOL, and remember, it became AOL Time Warner. But yep. uh, the reason why WCW went away was because AOL was the people in charge, and everybody from Time Warner was gone. They just kept the name around, and then AOL got bought out by AT and T, and AT and T turned the name to Warner Media. So <laughs> here we are, AT and T sold. To Discovery, uh, which we, I keep calling Discovery Plus. It's just technically Discovery. Yeah. Eventually, Discovery Plus and HBO Max will be merged. That We found that out from their CEO. Also from the CEO, uh, notably said that uh, they're uh, trying to aim towards more PG television because it rates higher and they would like to make that PG dollar. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. And mind you, they that's gonna be a pretty good conglomerate. Like they've acquired HBO Max. That means they have HBO Cinemax. Obviously, I don't think they're gonna fuck with that stuff because that's the kind of the adult side. But they own all these television networks, including TNT, TBS, uh, True TV, uh, and, and the list goes on. Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. <laughs> we could keep going, right? We could keep going, but we're not. Um, so it's going to be an interesting uh, dichotomy. Uh, also, we, we've learned that pretty much everybody from Warner Media is losing their jobs, which is really a sad day. Some of the higher ups have already been uh, let go, if you will. Uh, all of them are getting severance pay, though. So got to give yeah. Discovery a little, you know, big ups there. That they're giving uh, severance packages out. Uh, but it looks like they're just bringing in their whole team to run the show. Uh, any thoughts on the Discovery takeover of uh, Warner Media? How the fuck did Discovery get big enough to take over Warner Media? I don't know. They have quite the empire, though. They, they own a lot of channels on yeah. TV. They have quite the empire. The deadliest catch people. What the shit? Yeah. <laughs> they, they were doing the backdoor deals for a minute. For, yeah. like, for get a couple of those channels yep. that you don't realize are part of it, and then they just went through and show stupid shows ice road truckers deadliest catch uh yeah, that's right. these are people who own a and e they own yeah, yeah so you know, storage, so wars. storage wars you know, all these dumb shows that we thought were dumb they were raking in cash yeah in them. yeah, yeah. And I, I just didn't realize they were this big it's like absurd to me like you think you know hbo max warner media like that's a big company well, little tugboat discovery is just like no, I'm bigger. <laughs> yeah, it just eat you up. It, you know, it was uh, underneath the surface they looked like a tiny mako shark, and come to find out they were the mag. It was yeah. Kate and eight plus eight, fucking just tromping up that, yeah. that money. <laughs> well, you know what it is. That's what it is. Those shows that you know, like we don't watch those shows, and I think a lot of people outside, but they get a lot of ratings, yeah. and so that means big advertisement dollar, and that's how Discovery really kind of. I don't want to say secretly, but nobody was looking at them. No. So I would say for us, it's I mean, kind of secretly. And I probably at home, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing most of you at home wouldn't have realized, even if you watch their shows or watch their programming, I don't think you would have realized how much they were really amassing behind the scenes. And now here we are where they're buying, you know, arguably one of the biggest media companies uh, out there. Yeah. No, and, and a media company is doing well because HBO Max launched well. It's you know right up there in the in the in the heat of the things with Netflix and Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, it's the top three, the big three, if you will, streaming services, and it's just crazy. Uh, we do know that uh, eventually Discovery Plus is merging with HBO Max, and I think they're just going to call it Discovery Plus. I guess the victor goes to spoils, <laughs> uh, but they might that might change. Who knows? Maybe they'll call it HBO Max Plus. I don't know. I think that would be I, if I was them, I would do that. 
This sounds a lot better. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. I digress. I'm not the I'm not the, the hog with the big nuts on this one. <laughs> no. uh, that would be Discovery. But I, I I mean, when it first broke a couple weeks ago, we were all like, oh, because like we this is something that everybody's known about for a couple weeks. It only became official on Friday. So. Crazy stuff, though, but yeah. the, the world of Discovery and where it goes from there, man, uh, congratulations to them. Let's uh, go where this goes for nerds, because not that it's on Discovery for this, but we just got news this week, speaking of HBO Max, that the Batman, if you didn't see it in the theaters or you did and you can't wait for it to come on the, the TV screens of HBO Max, you're going to get uh, a day sooner. Originally slated to uh, hit uh, HBO Max on April 19th, it will now be hitting on Monday, April 18th, so the day before exactly 45 days after it debuted in the theaters. Uh, so instead of waiting to the 46th day, which originally was planned, they hit it right on the 45th day. I don't think that was a discovery uh, thing, no. but I think that uh, since they're the ones that, that own it, we get to see it a day sooner. How are you feeling about that? I mean, it's easy. It's a day, um, but anytime you get something sooner, it's better. <laughs> sooner yeah. is always better. When sooner it... is always better. I, I like it. Done. Uh, let's move right around. Like I said, there's not much news out there, but we did get uh, some, speaking of comic book movie news, uh, and the next big one coming, of course, is Doctor Strange 2, or better known as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What? Of course, uh, that is coming up right around the corner for most of us who are going, you know, possibly early. Uh, it may may be coming out a day before on previews, right? Preview days. Yeah, I think we're going to be going. Of course, May 6th for most of you, but we already got them tickets for May 5th. I'm sure that they'll pull something like they did with the Batman, and some people might even get to go see it on May 4th or May 3rd. But anyways, that's not what's important here. That's not the announcement. The announcement is we have a, a runtime. We now have the official runtime. And before I go to the article, and I know you guys probably read the article, but does anybody want to give a guess if they don't remember what the article said? Two hours, 69 minutes. Oh, that would be no, hilarious, but that would have been no, not three hours and nine, but okay. <laughs> it's it's way less. It's it's under two. It's like 149, I think they said. It is two hours and six minutes long, oh, exactly, yeah. But that's counting credits, so it's going to be done. The movie itself should be done done under two hours. But. 206-666. Mephesto. but yes it is going to uh, two hours and six minutes from start to end of credits which in the marvel world you kind of kind of add because there's going to be something at the end or multiple things at the end but that means the movie itself is going to be under two hours i for one am happy about this because i don't always think more is more as far as with time i think sometimes when you go a little shorter it's actually a lot better and we know these characters yeah. We, we we just need to jump right Your, into this world. What? One introduction of a new character? Yeah. Well, on top of that, we've had the setup. The setup for this movie literally has been the WandaVision series. Yeah. Loki series. Spider-Man No Way Home. What if? What if? So, like, this has got, like, four or five different setup points, not to mention these are characters that we've known for over the past decade, pl- decade plus now, of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, I really feel... Like uh, a slightly under two hour movie, two hours and six minutes when from bell to bell, if you will, is uh, pretty awesome. Uh, how are you yeah. guys feeling about uh, finally uh, a, mo- uh, a comic book movie under two and a half hours long? Uh, like, like you said, like since they, there's no need for any of that boring exposition at the beginning, if they hit the ground running, this is great. This is like, we're going to get all the action scenes that we want. We're going to move the story forward quicker. And that's great. On the flip side, if it's a good movie, then I want four hours. <laughs> <laughs> right, I get you. I understand that, but I, I, they need like if this doesn't start off like with an action sequence, I think they did it wrong. 
Like, if, even if it's a, the slow burn, yeah. but, like, I think it needs, the first has to be a fight, whatever it is. I really think it's going to be the Wong Wanda okay. scenario, because they're off doing that. I know it shows Doctor Strange talking to Wanda and all that stuff, but I think that'll be the flashback part, and then go on from there. Okay. That's just my take. But. No, it could be. Could be. Well, it's uh, the wait is less than a month away, so that's always awesome. Cannot wait to see it. Uh, and like I said, I am excited that it's not. And mind you, if it's a great movie, yeah, you always want more. But at the same time, I am kind of happy that it's uh, for the first time, <laughs> and as long as I can remember, it's a comic book movie that's not going to run two and a half hours long. So yes, 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 yes. Morbius didn't run two and a half hours long. Mm. We don't talk about Morbius. We don't talk about Morbius. <laughs> I mean, Diesel will mention it in Diesel's movie Triple stuff. <laughs> Barely, oh. but he'll mention it. But mm. yeah, we leave that alone. Oh. We leave that alone. If you didn't already know, check out last week's episode. We gave our full review of it. Uh, before we get into this next one, I want to bring up a lot of uh, jumping around. This is how slow of a news week it was. Is that Ron has decided to spam all of our inboxes <laughs> with David Hasselhoff music videos, folks? Uh, so if you would like to uh, help pay it back, uh, Twitter, it's RedX two thirty at Red X two thirty, go ahead and spam him with whatever shit you want to spam him with music wise. I appreciate it. God, uh, Diesel, I mean, it looks like you're having a good time with it. Unfortunately, sometimes you just gotta lean into the absurdity. That is the German megastar David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I, I think you should, um, if you can find some photoshops of sexy David Hasselhoff. Then send him to Ron. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. If you find sexy David Hasloff, send him to at Big Natty Cool on Twitter. He'll appreciate you for that. Oh. Listen, they're great music videos. They are. <laughs> they are great in the fact of what they are, and that is the fact that they are not great. They are as far from great as they are, but they ironically become great. I mean, I finally finished watching Knight Rider on Netflix, the the original series. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like. You know, there. well, it was fun to get through all that to get to the news stories. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I just was like, that's been his pet thing, and he's been staring him even through not just the three fat nerds one, but also the one two two productions one. It's like a daily music <laughs> video from David Hasselhoff for the last like five days. Yeah, it's, so. it started with just us, and I'm like, no, eight one two two production he's gotta, needs he's it. He's got to share. He's got to share it. <laughs> it's just like when I troll Ken with his little. Uh, what's your favorite thing? And I just do the Jar Binks approves. And he's just like, uh, again? I'm like, oh, yeah. I just sit here Always. waiting, waiting, just waiting to use it. Well, we got one more story uh, going on to, to the last news story that we're going to cover this week. Disney Plus's upcoming Percy Jackson series has found its star to play Percy Jackson, and it will be Walker Scoble who most recently appeared in Netflix's The Atom Project. The live-action series centers on the titular demigod, a 12-year-old Percy Jackson, as he grapples with his godly powers and attempts to clear his name when he is accused by none other than Zeus of stealing his master lightning bolt. Uh, of course, this is a big deal. Uh, it's one of the bigger shows coming to here. And, of course, I think we are all fans of one Walter Scoble yes. from his portrayal of young, young Ryan Reynolds in The Atom Project. He's definitely the standout to me. How do you feeling about seeing uh, young Ryan Reynolds, if you will, as Percy Jackson to the Ryan Reynolds lover, Ron? I'm fine with it because I thought he did a fine job in the Adam Project. I'm just afraid people are going to expect that Ryan Reynolds style. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if the kid was able to do it on his own or if it was Ryan Reynolds, like, coaching him. So I don't know if he's going to be able to pull that off, but we'll find out. So if that's what people are waiting for. You know, okay, if not, he just does something different, so be it. Yeah. 
Diesel, how you feeling? Yeah, I'm not. I've never gotten into the Percy Jackson franchise, but I was a big fan of him in the Adam Project. I thought he was a great child actor. Like, so whatever they do with it should be good. I might actually check it out just because I did enjoy him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can't wait to see this. I'm not, I was. I wasn't a big fan of the Percy Jackson movies, but obviously, it still doesn't speak to me. It's a little older for me. Yeah. I'm too old for it, I should say. And uh, but I do like uh, this young actor's uh, stuff, so I'm, I'm going to yeah. give him at least a check out. If it's not in my age group of like you know like yeah. things are going on for me, I just won't watch it. But it doesn't mean it won't be good. I think that uh, this kid's going to kill it because hell, uh, he was the best part of a Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah it's sort of the Finn Wolfhard effect. Yes, yeah. like all right, he was a good kid actor. Let's see what else he can do. And all yeah, right, let's, that's let's why get I kind of hoping he does something a little different, yeah. and people don't criticize him for not being more like Ryan Reynolds because we already have Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like, but that's well, just you never know. We might need a young Ryan Reynolds to take over for Ryan Reynolds who gets a Ryan Reynolds gets older. I know that was very convoluted, but it was a lot of a lot of good stuff in there. Well, with that being said, that's gonna bring us to the end of this week's edition of the Nerd News. Stay tuned. We are gonna take a quick break. When we come back from the break we are going to hit up Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. He'll bring you the box office. He'll bring you upcoming films. And, of course, this week's top three. And then after that, we are going to go to the 3FN Movie Club review of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Right after this break. All right, guys. This is Jill Whitlow from Night of the Creeps. And you are listening to the incredible, vivacious, three fat nerds. Step in a little crucial red lines and dodge depression with self-medication. I'm dying to some real bad headlines and commas and kids getting smashed on the front lines. So take it with that decision and fit for precision in every Welcome back to Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. We have a pretty busy box office week this week, coming in at number five, still on the list, with $6.6 million, The Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Vengeance. Uh, number four this week, debuting on the list, Michael Bay's Ambulance. Dude. $8.7 million. Oh, dude, hold Ooh. on. Hold on. I got some for it. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Everybody's tired of his shit, including him. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's saying that he, he's ready to do a, a comic book movie, but he doesn't want to do Marvel. Got, yeah, well, that's because Marvel don't want him to do a Marvel. <laughs> you better go to DC because they don't care who, who ruins the fucking movies over there. Beating out Ambulance. I, I hear the flash is open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beating out the Ambulance at number four on its third week on the list, Sandra Bullock's The Lost City. When you lose to Sandra Bullock's The Lost City, you're in trouble. <laughs> uh, number two this week, Morbius with another $10.2 million. It's by the dropped way, quite a bit. By the way, ready for this? Finally surpassed $100 million worldwide. Yeah. It just took it three weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I think it's become the lowest grossing comic book movie of all time. Yeah. I think, yeah, or, yeah. It took it the le- or what is the most time to get to $100 million. Yeah. And then... Debuting at number one, no surprise to anybody, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with $71 million domestic. Dude. Nice. Listen, we're going to be reviewing it later, but I'm going to tell you the the amount of children oh. that were there with their parents. And I'm like, how the hell do these kids know Sonic? 
Obviously, parents are doing a good job of yeah. teaching them uh, what we grew up on. Of course, probably a lot of them also saw the Sonic 1 movie. Yeah, well, I had the one kid, obviously by the voice, must have been five maybe. As soon as it started and you got the quick pick of the old the Longhorn or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah. The, the mother to the yeah. Sonic, basically. He's like, Longhorn, the feather. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like. How the fuck does he remember the freaking? I mean, Dude. I don't even remember the fucking. Because he probably of watched the DVD of it seventeen billion yeah, times. But like, I'm like, I, I don't even remember the character, yeah. the mother's name. Dude, good stuff though. Like I, like I said, yeah. they, they they killed it with the kids, man. Yeah. Uh, coming out this week, Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Yay, Ezra Miller. Yeah, I'm hearing it's not doing well overseas. Yeah. Uh, and also coming out the new Marky Mark movie, Father Stew. I might go see that. I might. My, my sister wants to go see it, so I'll go see it. Uh, and next week, we got uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage, which looks pretty cool. By the way, that will be the 3FN Movie Club review for that week. I'm just going to throw it out there. And if you're watching, wondering what's next week, I might as well throw it out there. Since we're not going to be doing any of the ones that hit the theater this week, we are going to be doing everything everywhere all at once for next week's show. Just so you guys know, ahead of time. And uh, also coming out next week, uh, we saw trailers for it uh, for Morbius, The Northman. Dude, I'm gonna go see that. Yeah, I think I'm no, on that listen, one. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be too violent for you. Oh, sir. That don't bother me. It's just it just look kind of cheesy, dude. <laughs> how do you say it's dude? It's a badass fucking Viking just killing people. Yeah. <laughs> like I, me and you are on different wavelengths with this one, man. It looking be, all looking all sexy. Listen, and stuff. listen, I just want to throw this out there. The movie could fucking suck. It could suck a lot. As long as I get to see people get gutted with with swords. Yeah. And that scene with him walking through the village while it's on fire <laughs> yes. with two swords promises me what I want to see. <laughs> like, there's certain times. I'm not saying it's going to be a masterpiece. But there's certain times there's just nice to see people die. Once again, the only good part about Halloween Kills was the kills. Yeah, true. But that's going to bring us to the top three this week, right, Diesel? Yep. So this week, what is our top three? This is your top three uh, uh, how do I phrase this? Internet shows. You know, we're not doing a really podcast, but like internet TV shows or little mini clip shows that we get put out a lot of content. Oh, man. Too bad it wasn't back in the day. I would have been picked Chucky, Chucky T, Sexy Chucky oh. T show. Uh, <laughs> if you can find it. I think they've scrubbed that from existence over the years, as they probably should have, but it was real good. Uh, yeah. it's, it's wrestling fans out there, if you can find <laughs> that, you're on it. Uh, so uh, let me go. Uh, so there's, there's a couple different things that I, uh, I watch a lot of YouTube, as we know, because I like to watch, keep things on the background that I don't have to pay attention to. Uh, recently, and I'm not going to pick any of these, recently I've been looking at a lot of cruise videos, uh, you know, like for cruises, yeah. because I've decided for my 40th birthday I'm going to go on a cruise. All right, so next winter... That's what I'm going to do with a vacation. I'm going to go on a cruise for my nice. birthday. Nice. Uh, I don't know if I've said that on here or not, but that's when I saw... I've been watching a lot of those because I like to be educated on shit. Uh, but... I also watch a lot for entertainment. And number three is something I just recently started watching, and I know the kids love it, but after hearing uh, a great interview with him, like I don't usually listen to Joe Rogan anymore, but I knew that this guy was on, and I kind of wanted to hear, because I've heard he's a great person, and that would be Mr. Beast. I've been checking out a lot of his skits. Perfect, the, the, one of the last big ones he did was that he did a real-life squid game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, I, and I love the dude's uh, message. Like He's a yeah. very uh, positive dude, yeah. and he's also very good in uh, donating and stuff. So it's yeah. really cool to support him. Yeah, definitely. Like, so so I, I'm going to give him my number three because I just, just discovered oh, he just, him. Just discovered I mean, yeah, I've been watching him for about a year now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mr. Beast's got some good shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, I wish I would have listened to him and watched him sooner, but I mean, I always thought it was for the kids yeah. and stuff. Oh, and no, it, I, it is. But it's also really good, and he's a good human being. So I uh, throw a support behind him. Uh, number two, 
is uh, for anybody who uh, plays Madden like me, there's a content creator called MMG. He does like a live show podcast at times, but he also does video games. But he does them in episodic form. And one of my favorite things is the Wheel of Mutt series that he does, where he just does these things. He is the proof that younger kids, why our demographic, when I look at our podcast, is people our age, you know, the mid, yeah. you know, mid to late 30s into the 40s. And then for some reason, we're also big with like this, like, tw- you know, 23 and younger crowd. Uh, he says all the inappropriate shit we would say. Oh, nice. So uh, it's very, it is very entertaining to me. So kudos to MMG. If you like Madden, he's a good person to watch. He's not sweaty. So he's not like he's just like trying, but he does a lot of cool things. And my number one, and I'm not going to take your number one because I think uh, that's, that's one of my favorites as well, but I'm not going to take that number one. But I will say. And I, I think that this person, this, it's, it's more of a channel, but as a wrestling fan, and I watch this a lot, It's called the channel's called Wrestling Bios, and they do a series called The Monday Night Wars, and they take every episode of uh, Raw and Nitro from the beginning of The Monday Night Wars, and they break down segment for segment against each other and say who won each week. Yep. And I think it's really cool, and as a wrestling fan, I like, go back, and the guy's unbiased, and I think it's a really, really cool trip. So if you are a wrestling fan, especially back in the day of The Monday Night Wars, check it out, the channel Wrestling Bios, and it is just called The Monday Night Wars. So give them a shout-out. Ron, what's your top three? Uh, my honorable mention is AOTS. They came back on you Attack, know, of the show. Attack of the Show. You know, after G Four got canceled, uh, they're still plugging along. They, they've been, you know, they were doing stuff on Twitch and all that stuff. But that's a little throwback. I catch them every once in a while, not like I used to. Uh, number three is I've used it before. Turok the Barbarian doing building characters for D and D Fifth Edition. Yep. I've always said, you know, don't make you know famous characters because they're never going to live up to what they are. I just like watching him because how much work he actually puts into putting, uh, you know, a fictional character into a D&D 5th edition. And he's actually uh, uh, come a long way, you know, and he cracks some jokes and stuff and he really just puts in the work. So he, he deserves it. Um, number two, I'm going to go with Man Shorts. Uh, Man Shorts is great. Yeah, they're just, they just do, uh, they just make up D&D uh, variants and just play 5th edition in different, like, gangster style, uh, the time style, travel, time travel. Yeah werewolf vampire you know and they actually it's funny like a lot of them are funny uh number one i've also said before is viva uh, dirt uh, yep. they're from new zealand they do epic npc man uh they do uh board which is w- working at uh, uh electronic store they got uh they do a world of warcraft other uh, thing and they also they also put their D game on uh and D logic they have and then they they actually do a game then they actually edit in video spots of them being their characters and stuff so they do a lot of work and they put out a really good product so those are those my three all right number three for me i am going to start off with something i started finding recently it's a character that this comedian uh nigel ning does uncle roger oh uncle roger reviews <laughs> it's usually reviewing cooking yes. segments <laughs> absolutely hilarious i i love it uh, number two, I'm going with um, with the uh, oh goddamn! I just had a brain fart. Um, oh shit! Jeez, wow! Wow! You're wow! Really wow, wow. You're, you're acting like me now. All of yeah, a it, it just lost my. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna just copy um, Mr. Beast. Uh, I've been watching a lot of his Among Us videos. Yeah, I've been. Wa- I've never played Among Us, but Mr. Beast and Disguised Toast both put out great Among yeah. Us videos that are really entertaining. And then my number one is Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. Okay. Uh, a yeah. great GMM. YouTube uh, show that's been on for quite some time now, and they put out great, mostly wholesome content. I would say 
PG to PG 13 ish, but it's really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's definitely PG. Definitely, uh, I, I enjoyed it. You turned me on to that at a Geneva trip yeah. once, and I've—I uh, actually am behind quite a bit, so I got to catch back yeah. up. That's what I like to do. I like to get behind on that show and then catch back up yeah. because that's the—that's like part of the fun, you know what I mean? But definitely, great top threes for everybody. Uh, just throwing it out there, I do want to give one more other honorable mention, but it's not really a show. It's more of a plug for them because we, we use their music sometimes over on Horror Zone 607, and we've used it here as well, and that is the Merkins. They do the Slash Street Boys. Oh, yes. Uh, so they do cover songs of classic like 80s and 90s music with horror icons. Uh, some of the, they did like a Pump Up the Jam one, nice. which was uh, Kill, Kill the Camp. Uh, which was with Jason Voorhees. They've done the Slash Street Boys. Yep. They've done Flick of the Wrist with uh, Freddy Krueger, back to back with Freddy Krueger. So I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. They do really good stuff. So definitely support the Merkins, especially if you like horror and you want something new. But like I said, it's not a show. They're just music videos. So. With that being said, though, it is now time for the three FN movie review of the week and this week we are going to be reviewing the brand new film sonic the hedgehog 2 of course we are going to start off by giving you all of the uh information about the movie uh you know like where it was you know who was in it and what's made then we are going to give you the spoiler free recommendation and why or why not after that we will be playing the spoiler alert on the other side of the alert we will then break it down with a review of sonic the hedgehog 2 with spoilers so you'll be fairly warned and then, of course, we will give, play the game, give our scores to round it out. So, right now, let's talk about how it's going. Of course, it was released on March thirtieth, twenty twenty-two, in France. April eighth, twenty twenty-two, everywhere else. It's got an hour. It's got a hundred and twenty-two minute runtime, so it's like two hours and four minutes. Uh, by the way, if you haven't seen it, there is a mid-credit bonus scene. We'll talk about that in the spoiler, but I just want to let you know if you haven't seen it, there is. Uh, it's distributed by Paramount Pictures and it was produced by Sega Sammy Group, original film, Marza Animation Planet, and Blur Studio. It is based, of course, on Sonic the Hedgehog by Sega. The story for this movie was done by Pat Casey and Josh Miller, with the screenplay being done by Pat Casey, Josh Miller, and John Weddington. Directed by Jeff Fowler. Uh, cinematography by Brandon Trust. Edited by Jim May. Music by Tom Holkenborg. Of course, it stars James Marsden, Ben Schwartz, Tika Sumter, Natasha Rothwell, Adam Polly, Shamar Moore, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, Lee Majab, Idris Elba, and of course, Jim Carrey. Uh, this, I mean, obviously, the, the synopsis of this film is we're picking up where Sonic the Hedgehog won the movie left off, and now we're adding in Knuckles. Um, once again, adventures ensue as they're trying to find the Emerald. Um... With that being said, let's uh, talk about recommendations, folks. Diesel, you did not see this movie, nope. so like, you can't give a recommendation. Uh, sorry, he just didn't have time with his busy-ass weekend. But me and Ron did, and that means he gets spoiled anyways. So, Ron, do you give Sonic the Hedgehog 2 a recommendation, and why or why not? If you enjoyed Sonic 1, definitely you know, go see this. I recommend it. it it's a good, good family film. It hits all the comedy beats for adults, so you'll have your comedy beats in there and... It was a fun watch. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, definitely recommend I also recommend this movie. If you enjoy the first movie, you're definitely going to enjoy this one. Uh, if you have children, 
you're, they're going to enjoy this. It's a very good family movie. And it's also one of those family movies where you could actually enjoy it as well, which is always a plus for a parent. As a parent, my, my, my kid's a little older now, but when he was younger, I always enjoyed the movies that I got a little something out of too. And this is one of those movies, yeah. especially because it plays on that nostalgia for all of us playing the Sega games, on top of which it actually does have a little bit of adult humor mixed into it, enough that it's going to go over the little one's heads, but not enough that you're not going to pick up on it. And at the same time, it does it doesn't treat anybody like they're stupid. No. Like sometimes kids or fa- kids slash family movies will treat the audience like they're dumb. This one does not. No. Very muchly recommend it, especially if you have young kids. If you like the series and if you like the first movie, definitely gets my recommendation. All right, with that being said now, we are going to play the alert. On the other side of this alert, we will be talking spoilers. So if you have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and you want to go see it, this is where you should stop the show. Come back after you've seen it and hear what we have to say about it. But if you've seen the movie or you don't care and just like Diesel, you don't give a damn about it being spoiled, then go ahead and continue listening. But we are dropping the alert right now. So, as we always do, we're going to do the good, bad, the ugly, but I want to say this about it. I don't have a whole lot of bad because this is a family film. Yes. So, I'm going to rate this as a family film, and I, I have I have some stuff that I would have done differently, maybe, but for the most part, as a family film, I understand where its place in line is. This is not going to be... It's kind of like when we talked about uh, uh, Studio 666. You know, we could sit here and bash on the plot line or the holes in it or whatever. But at the end of the day, like that movie was meant to be fun and like cheesy. This movie is a kids movie. It's a family movie. I shouldn't say kids. It's a family movie. And so there's it's not always going to line up. But the important parts are, you know, what you take away from her if it's enjoyable or not. And I'm, I'm going to start right off. I love the addition of the two new characters from the uh, the series This that we got during. Of course, that being Miles Tails, and of course, Knuckles. Yep. And Knuckles, of course, voiced by the great Idris Elba. <laughs> was so good. Which is amazing. Cause yeah, I, I is, didn't know I needed that in my life. <laughs> it's, <laughs> just it's, like the trailer. Yeah, all the way through, you're yeah. just like, yeah, fits, fits perfectly. It, amazing. I mean, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give it up. Every, all of the people who did all of the voices in this movie, very good. Um, of course, Colleen O'Shaughnessy did Miles Tails Prower, yep. and uh, you know, Sonic was still played by Sonic. <laughs> uh, Longclaw uh, Donna J. Folks makes a return voicing Longclaw is yeah. back in the movie for the storyline um, so I, I liked I liked what they did here I, I really did I thought it was very very good uh, Jim Carrey nailed it Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman Dr. Robotnik whatever you want to call him because he gets called both in this movie yeah. dude a whole nother level. This is like a role Jim Carrey was played, was like made to play. I love how this movie opens up taking a shot at Nintendo uh, because <laughs> he, they open up on the Mushroom Planet, and of course, uh, Doctor Robotnik has got instead of uh, it's kind of a castaway reference as well because he's only got one friend, but it's a stone that he's carved a face into. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's Mister Stone, <laughs> and uh, he's trying to figure out a way to make coffee with. <laughs> Mushrooms, and he's like, it is. It's been a hard, hard. And he's just him spitting it out. Hill, uh, but uh, he also, you know, he figures out how to get off the planet. And then we get introduced to, to Knuckles, and then we get introduced to what Sonic's been up to, including trying to save the day in Seattle, Washington, while destroying the streets. Uh, lots of fun. Like if you like yeah. the first Sonic movie, the the quips are still there. Sonic, the Sonic one liners are great. Uh, you know, it's 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 a very very fun movie. Uh, Knuckles, 
uh, is played like an idiot for the most part. Like he's a badass, but he's yeah. an idiot, and it's, it leads to a lot of fun. Yeah, at his expense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he's portrayed uh, from his you know tribe, so he's just he that's all he knows. So you know, it, it, uh, kind of Drax the Destroyer yeah. kind of mentality. So that's that's all he knows. So he's like, and then when you know Sonic gives him a, you know a, a, run, a run around, and he's just like, no, I don't, I don't understand of this like so it was the kind of Drex destroyer stuff so it's fine uh the rest of the returning human cast i also love because you know james marsden coming back yeah. with uh tika sumter as the wachowskis yeah. and of course uh natasha rothwell playing <laughs> rachel uh, always a good thing uh I, uh shamar moore yeah. playing the love interest who then later on swerves well that's why that's why swerves yeah. her as an agent and then they still fall in love uh but i love that scene where he first meets uh tom wachowski yeah. and he walks he's like so what is this about about tying my wife to a chair? <laughs> you know, he's like he's like I, I'm a, I should I should break your fucking face. Yeah. He doesn't drop the F bomb, of course. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just joking. I'm just picking on you. It's kind of funny, yeah. like this whole story. Of course, they had him come do that. Right. I thought it was oh, that was no. a fun time. It, I mean, it it works. And like you said, we first you know we're doing. Oh, I wonder what he's playing. He's not shown anywhere. Well, when you watch the movie, like it's like okay, maybe maybe it's a good thing that we didn't know what he was playing because it kind of gives away. Oh yeah, the plan, yeah. like like the, the the plan, what was going on? So like I'm like okay, I get it, I'm good with it. And gets an extra gets an extra bonus point yeah. for me because he looks sexy as ever. I'm just gonna throw and, that and out without there without a shirt. Yeah, 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 we got that in there. Shirtless Shamar Moore. How was, do you fit a shirtless Shamar Moore into this? Playing volleyball, baby. Oh, there's a volleyball scene. Yeah. <laughs> volleyball oh, yeah. scene. Make, make, making fun of Top Gun all the way. Nice. Oh, like, like, like 110%. Nice. There was a lot of those in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of little pokes and shots and jabs and different things. That's why I said there's a lot of adult humor. They understood, I think the, 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 the writers of this film understood did something the very smart. They, they understood the audience. Yeah. They knew that there was going to be kids coming. Obviously, it's a family movie. But then they understood that we need to get some nostalgia bites and some humor in there for the for the adults so when i said there was adult humor in it a lot of it isn't like tongue-in-cheek like like shrek where yeah. it's like tongue-in-cheek dirty shit there is a couple things that you can uh i see the double you know pun there <laughs> but most of it is actually just like nostalgia things that you would mention for people our age to go oh that's great like the 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 beach scene the those volleyball scene is very very reminiscent of Top Gun. Yeah. They make the shot at Mario. There's a couple other video game shots in yeah. there. Uh, Jim Carrey doing, you know, even like you saw it in the commercial, but he carries a little firm where the pop has got a brand new stash. Yeah. Doing the whole, you know, old school gimmick. It was, it was really cool. And, of course, Jim Carrey is, I, I'm just saying, phenomenal. Yeah. Like we hear he might retire. And I've also heard that if he retires, they're not going to make his third Sonic movie, allegedly. Which is a good thing, because I don't think you could do anybody else with it. No, no, I don't think you could either. So hopefully, but there is rumor that he said even if he retired, he'd probably come back to do this franchise because he enjoys it. Nice. But he wants a fat suit. (laughs) He says says for the next movie, he wants a fat suit. Okay. He wants to go full Robotnik. Okay, do it. No, I'm with it. He has said that. That was one of the things that he said. Although at the end, they've kind of, they've left it so they could get rid of him. They did. Spoil that. We'll talk about it a little later, but they did leave it there. Smart moves. Actually, we'll just bring it up now. At the end of the movie, they can't find him. Yeah. We think he may have gotten squashed. So they could always say he got squashed by his, his machine or he got away. Once again, smart yeah. on their part because yeah. you could always move Stone into the role of not, not <laughs> yeah. Robotnik, but you could move Stone into the role of picking yeah. up the human slack because... We'll, we'll talk about the bonus scene like we always do after because the bonus scene gives away the villain for the next movie. Yeah. But uh, I, I, honestly, on the positives, I thought the jokes were good. I thought I thought it was very upbeat. I thought the, the kid parts... Like, I could see... Like, I went and saw it by myself as an adult. 
And so I, so some of it, some of it, I was like, eh, this is kind of like whatever. But then I tried to remind myself, okay, it's a family film. And then I saw that, you know, I didn't have the, the pleasure of having kids in my theater because I went during when they're uh, not there. Yeah. But I could have only imagined if there was children there, I'd be yeah. like, okay, now I get why this is. But I, in my head, I try to put myself in that space. And that's why I said, as judging this as a, a family movie, which it is. I thought that it was like hit its spots. Like kids, you know, they didn't get any too complex because you don't want to get too complex for no. the kids. But at the same time, they kept the storyline moving forward. Lots of fun. I mean, uh, when when Randall reveals himself to be an agent on Rachel, Rachel goes bridezilla because it ruins her wedding. And there's a great scene of her on a golf cart that says just married, and she's running over every single table she can. And you know, fear the fear the bridezilla. And she, uh, when she gets out of the cool. thing, he, she she doesn't care that somebody's trying to threaten her uh, with a taser. Yeah, kind of uh, like uh, red style, I think it is, where he just steps out of the the, the car. Yeah. She just steps off the the, well, the golf cart. The DJ and takes booth. out the DJ booth and all that stuff. Nice. <laughs> She's very angry. Yeah. She ends up she ends up not killing obviously because we don't kill in these in these movies. She ends up taking down a lot of the guards on accident because she's so angry. She throws what ends up being a boomerang because they have tails little bag of tricks. tricks. <laughs> it's it's really funny. And then she holds up the one guy at gunpoint. Uh, well, it's this little tiny like it looks like it doesn't do anything. It looks like a water gun. And he's like, "Well, I have this taser. You have that. That's just not going to do anything." She's like, "Do you really want to mess with a bride? The guy left at the altar." And she points the the thing at the cake and shoots it. And it it explodes like, it, like and the guy's like drops his taser he's like nope nope we're good we're good next thing you know he's tied up in a chair with his tie over his mouth we're good we're, we're good. good we're good we're good uh shabar Bor was hilarious yeah. there too because he got tased. he's like he's like don't lie to me how does it look she's like you just got tased he's like but, he's, but, he's like, but, but i feel so cold she's like get your stupid ass off of me. you're you're on our ice yeah, sculpture yeah. that's why yeah get, get, off. You, get, get up get off the ground <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of cool action beats. I thought that uh, I, it, it mixed with comedy, though, because it's a kid's... Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a family movie. I mean, I did like the final uh, t- uh, Knuckles and Sonic fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the end of the movie. But I liked when they had their final battle. And then that was really cool seeing uh, Eggman get the uh, emerald yeah. and become, like, super Eggman, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Well, well, the plus part is he, he gets the Chaos Emerald, and after he uses it, uh, the power gets used up and it breaks off into the six emeralds. So it's like they completely bypass the fact of that you needed six, yeah. and that it was already together. And we get supersonic, and then we get supersonic at the end. The gold, the gold in, version, in the big old giant uh, Eggman su- uh, robotic suit. Which, that was cool. Which was amazing. And his partner there was like, "You didn't read the instruction manual." Uh, and he's like, "What?" He goes, oh, "I'll go do it myself." So then the next scene when he had to shoot missiles or when he shot the missiles, he's like, "I figured out how to do this. I read the instruction manual." He holds it up; it's the old style looking Sega instruction nice. manual, and it just says whatever on it. But it's like the old style black, and I'm like, oh, "That's a nice." <laughs> like oh, yeah, everything hits. Everything hits. Like you got a couple other now just points of the other like Sonic. Like when the power goes out in the beginning, you see the the static TV. Like you do on the game, you see, you know, Sonic can't swim. Yeah. Like they, they, that, that actually plays a huge part in this game or in this movie. Like, and he, and he always says, why does that have to be water? I can't swim. <laughs> and they showed the bubble and him taking the air out of the bubble to keep himself so he can breathe. Oh, nice. So like they, they, you hit all the points. It's, it's, it's a solid, solid movie all the way. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I, I can't, I, I can't stress enough that it was, a, it, it was, it was what it was supposed to be. Yeah. It was what it was supposed to be cute at times, very good. Uh, negatives on it, like I said, there is like some da- the down plot points 
I mean, obviously, it's once again, I'm not going to crucify it because it's a kids' film. If we're talking about like a, like a like a movie that you're going to break down, or a comic book movie, or an action, whatever. Sometimes you just have to like go in there and go, okay, it's a kids' film. Some of it's not going to make sense. You know, you could have done it without the long claw stuff. But once again, it's a kids' film. Yeah. They they want to bring back the character, and, and you know, and then you have all the emotional stuff with with uh, the Wachowskis being his parents, and he's like, "You're not my dad." Earlier on, and at the end of the movie, we have the full turnaround of "You're my dad." And I'm like, for an adult, I'm like, I don't need to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, I'm more excited about Knuckles talking about they're explaining ice cream to Knuckles, and he's like, <laughs> he's like Sonic. They have sprinkles. <laughs> like to hear Idris Elba go, they have sprinkles. I'm going to enjoy both because of my victory in the baseballs. <laughs> I yeah. think it was great. Like, like yeah. that, that to me was more entertaining. But, like, you know, once again, I understand why the other stuff is there. Like, I, I just imagine Elba just sitting there and actually acting out the parts while he was doing this. Oh, it was, it was so good. Oh, I, like, I, if, if we find out that he did a green suit and was actually doing the movements too. I'm sold. Yeah. Because I could just see him like, just doing everything. No, it's always Andy Circus. <laughs> no, I agree, but I'm just saying. Yeah, Smeagol. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, like I said, there was a lot more positives. Like I said, there's stuff, when I score, you're going to see that I'm not scoring it as this tremendously yeah. great movie, like at a critic score, because it's a family movie, but I'm comparing it to other family movies, even in my score critically, because I think it's unfair to put it up against like Spider-Man No Way Home. It's yeah. not, not going to be the same thing. It's, it's going to hit different, obviously. But I, I definitely recommend it uh, as far as that goes. One more thing to talk about, though, is the mid-credit scene. So there's post-credit scene, but it's mid-credit, which is nice. So you don't have to sit through to the end of the credits. And the cool part is they do this, they do the 16-bit Sonic in the credits to match what happened in the movie. So it's like looking at like the Sonic we knew and grew up with doing the different things from the movie, like from different scenes, yeah. only in video game yeah. form. Yeah. So that was really cool. I, I like that a lot as well. But we get to the point, they're looking for, this is where you find out they can't find Dr. Robotnik. You find out Stone is dressed up as one of the gun agents. Yes, gun agents. Uh, <laughs> they make that joke. They made that joke. It spells out gun. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, so they, they, he, we find out he survived. They don't know where Robotnik is. You could either write him off or you could say he's you know alive and well, depending on what happens. And then uh, they go, well, we found some references to some secret thing that was going on. And he was like, what? And then it's out here. There's this coordinates. And they take you to the thing. And as they take you, you see, at first I was like, is it going to be the Mecha? Is it going to be Mecha Sonic? But yeah. it's not. As they come up, as, as what I predicted it was going to be, it was Shadow. And he goes, oh, yeah. the Shadow Project. Dun, dun, dun. Because for kids, you have to spell it out. Maybe they don't even know who Shadow is. Yeah. But it was kind of cool. You see Shadow, and then Shadow opens his eyes. And boom. Ends a, you know the end of the post credit scene. So it's kind of cool. You got the setup for the next movie, and the next bad would be Shadow. Of course, we have the cooperation at the end of the movie. Knuckles, Sonic, and Tails make the agreement that they will protect the Emerald together. So they're 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 the new alliance, if you will, because Knuckles earns respect for Sonic and Tails because you know he's about loyalty, and that's how they bring him into the fold. But yet yeah, he's still Knuckles. Uh, he, he he power punches the ball when they're playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and breaks the side and the ball. Like right. it's, it's it's good stuff. Well, with that being said, though, I think that does, did you have any negatives or anything else you wanted to add, Ron? Before I, mean, I move on, the negatives is it is a kids movie first and foremost. But if you enjoyed the first one, you'll enjoy this one. Oh, absolutely! I, I can't agree with that one more. Well, before we give our scores, it's time to find out what the rest of the internet thought about it. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. 
That's right, it's time to play the game. Diesel, somehow two weeks in a row, has pulled it off. Can he go for the trifecta, the three-peat? We're going to find out right now. Of course, the game is played simple. It is Price is Right rules. That means it's the closest to the answer without going over, except for a case of a tiebreaker. I will point out that we only have three of them again. Somehow there's only three. And I had to look for the Rotten Tomatoes score because <laughs> Google did not have the listed, and it usually does. And I'm just kind of surprised by that. So anyways, we have the top three. So if the final one has to be two points or whatever, because we don't do ties here, we want a winner. We'll make it interesting. But, Diesel, you're going to defend your crown. Are you ready? Absolutely. Ron, are you ready as yes. the challenger? Yes. Ronald, you get to go first. IMDB out of 10 using points. What did they give Sonic the Hedgehog to you? 6.8. Diesel. In my head, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting myself at the knees, but I'm going with a 6. 6, 6.2, and... Ron gets the point. 7.1 out of 10 on IMDB. Wow. Next up is Rotten Tomatoes, which I had to search for. I'm going to give you. I'm giving you the audience score for that. Out of 100, percent what did they give Sonic the Hedgehog to Diesel? 76. Ron, I was thinking 80. <laughs> I, I, I had 80 in my head. And new Ron, the answer was 97. percent Let's yeah. Google use a score right there. 97. <laughs> percent Now, here comes the last one, Ron. You've already won, but for the flawless victory, what did Google users give Sonic the Hedgehog to? 91. Diesel. All right, I'm not even trying to be a dick. In my head, it was 92. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. And with the block, it's Diesel. It was 96%. Oh, they're 1% lower than Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, uh, for funsies, do you want to guess the score from the critics? On Rotten Tomatoes. 42. <laughs> Ron. I'll say 60. You were closer. 66%. Okay. 66. Yeah. So it's still, still, you know, family movie, still a little respectable. All right. So now it's time to give our scores. Of course, Ron has become champion. We'll see if Diesel can unthrown him next week when we go to see everything, everywhere, all at once. That's what we're going to review next week on the 3FN Movie Club. But we have to give our scores for this week. Diesel, of course, is uh, not going to be involved because he didn't see the movie, but me and Ron are. And we are going to give the nerd score, and of course, after I will give my critic score of the film as well. But the nerd score is an entertainment score. It's how much we're entertained. We always give the same uh, example. Uh, myself and Ron both love Maximum Overdrive. We would easily give it a 4 out of 5 on the nerd scale. Just take my money. However, on a critical score, it's a 2 at best, and that's being very, very generous. It's a horrible movie, but it's a lot of fun. So that's why we chose to go with an entertainment score. And, of course, the nerd scores are as follows. A 1 is just no. No, don't see it, don't watch it, no, just no. A 2 on the score is you've been warned. That means you probably shouldn't see this movie ever, and if you did, we warned you. 3 is it's a good movie, you know? It's good. Take it or leave it. And that just means it's an average movie. It's a good movie. I wouldn't pay to see it in the theater. I wouldn't pay to rent it on Amazon or buy it. But but if it's on Netflix or HBO Max or whatnot or on TV, give it a watch. It's worthwhile watch. You're not going to regret watching it, but it's not a great movie. Of course, 4 is a great movie, and 4 is just take my money. That means you should go if it's in the theater. That means go to see it in the theater. Pay the ticket price to go see it. If it's uh, you know, if you want to run it on Amazon, it on Amazon. If you liked it enough, even buy it. It's a 4. It's just take my money. It's worthwhile. It's worth seeing. It's worth putting money into. And last but certainly not least, it's Certified Nerd. That's the 5 spot. It's the top of the top. It's the creme de la creme. That is Rarefied Air. The last movie that got a unanimous Certified Nerd was The Batman. Before that, it was Spider-Man. 
No Way Home. So it's a, it's a pretty rare find. That means it's an instant class to see as many times as you can. Add it to your collection. Add it to your rotation. Ronald, what on the nerd scale did you give Sonic the Hedgehog to? I believe I gave it the same number for the first one, so I'm going to go with a four. I go. I think I get four to the first one. It's an enjoyable movie, even for kids. It hits all the points. It's, you know, you, you might not need to go to the theater to see it, but it, I, you got to see it. I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to give it the double score because sometimes we do this for these kind of movies. I give it a four. If you like the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie or if you have kids and you want to go see a family movie, this is definitely a four. This is a time to take them to the movie theater, you know, rent it at home when it's available. It's definitely worthwhile. If you are, you know, you, you you found the first one cute or whatever, and it's not a big deal, I I I'm gonna still give it a four, but I would say that you would more look to a three. Wait till it's on Netflix or something, and then just give it a watch. Uh, it's definitely worth watching, no matter what. It's a good movie, but I think that if you like the first one, you definitely should see this one in the theater. Or if you don't feel comfortable going to the theater, you you know, if you want to purchase it or whatever on Amazon or rent it, that would be fine when it hits there. Also, if you have kids, this is the perfect. Honestly, this is the perfect movie because they're gonna enjoy it. And you're going to get entertainment out of it as well. So it's, it's like that perfect family movie. And as somebody who had a young child at one point in Juncture, this is the kind of movie I'm like, score. Nice. This is like the this is like the Minions yeah. movie for me. Any like the anything that Minions are in, because you're like, oh, score. This is gonna be good. It's not. Sometimes the Disney ones are questionable. You know, sometimes you go in there and you come out depressed. <laughs> looking at you up. Looking at you, Bobo. Oh Jesus, <laughs> we're looking we're looking at you, Soul. Soul was suit. It was good. It was great. Super depressing. Super depressing. Let's be honest. But it was great. I thought it was a great movie. Just whoop. I don't. I didn't know I was going in for that. It's like when you get to see Up, you're like, ooh, I'm going in for that. Ooh, yeah. Anyways, great movie still. That being said, though, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Remember, next week we will be uh, we will be reviewing everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, we're going to be watching that this week and reviewing it next week for the show, including Diesel, because he said he would do it. And then the week after that is going to be the Nick Cage film. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. It doesn't matter because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I just All I have to know is it's him and Pedro Pascal, and that's that's yeah. a reason enough for me to go see a movie. Perfect. I'm just throwing it out there. So hopefully it's as, as much fun as it is. But those are the next two weeks of the 3FN Movie Club. But before we can go, we got to do them shameless plugs. It's time to pay some bills. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can hear my voice, that means you know how to find us. But do your friends know how to find us? Do their friends know how to find us? It's simple. You check three fat nerds into any podcast provider out there. And booyah kasha, there we are. Remember, for everything we talk about, it's the number three, not the word three. Of course, while you're there, you might as well smash the subscribe or follow button so our show gets delivered to you each and every week automatically. We're also on Facebook. Type in that search bar, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. There you're going to find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review. Help us spread the word of nerd. We are at Three Fat Nerds Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure to follow us on all of those. And make sure whenever talking about the show on any social media platform, use that hashtag 3FNPod. If he's good enough to play Knuckles, he's good enough to play James Bond. Send your James Bond hatred towards us. 3FatNerdsPod at gmail.com. You know you have it in you. Okay, let's double this up here. If uh, First of all, 607 Podcast is on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash 607 Podcast. Remember, every Monday night, if you're a wrestling fan, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, tune in to 607TWS live on Twitch.tv slash 607 Podcast. Myself and Ken M. from the ODPH Podcast talking all things pro wrestling. Of course, you can get that show in podcast form later that evening. It goes up live by searching 607TWS wherever you 
you get great podcasts. Also, uh, while you're at it, make sure you smash that follow button over there on twitch.tv slash podcast because we have that. We have movie nights that will make their appearance. And, of course, on April the 3rd, Saturday, April the 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be live for the 3FN four-year anniversary extravaganza. You're not going to want to miss that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure that there will be guests here. And, of course, we are actually going to be talking about breaking down, having a lot of fun. Uh, a la, how did this get made? With Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yes, the classic Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Trust me, when you watch that with adult eyes, it's a lot different story. With that being said, uh, make sure you're following us over there. Of course, if you would like to support the show monetarily for as little as $1 a month, you can do that at Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. You know, it helps support the show, whether it's the podcast, streaming, everything else we do here at 607 podcast slash 8122productions and you get a ton of extra bonus content to do so. So, if you ever wondered how you could support the show monetarily and uh, for as little as $1, you can do it at patreon.com slash 8122productions. You heard him. Go to onto your internet explorer. Type in HTTP colon backslash backslash 81 double deuce P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S dot com. Who the fuck uses internet <laughs> At explorer? At least he didn't say AOL dial up. <laughs> I don't think anybody uses Internet Explorer anymore. I was going to say, who the fuck is using Internet? If if you're at home and you use Internet Explorer, please message us at 3fatnerdspod at gmail.com because you probably want to keep that a secret. You know, you're right up there with the people who have Hotmail addresses still. I I still get my Hotmail address. Of course. course. I have one. Uh, Well, you know. I don't use it for anything, but it's still there. I pop on every once in a while. Diesel still uses his. Uh. I would give I I would give away his, but that would also give away his naughty boy Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, I know that. Uh, With that being said, though, eight one two two productions dot com for all things eight one two two productions. He'll have learned more about the Three Fighters podcast, Horror Zone six zero seven six zero seven TWS. All the links and information are right there at the website. Also, the things you can support monetary, like I said earlier, patreon.com slash eight one. One two two productions. The link is there. The T public link is there. If you'd like to buy some swag and support us monetarily, also the link for uh, Twitch.tv slash podcast is there. Uh, friends of the show like the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. You get the link right to their website from there, as well as our friends at Sci Fi Horror Fest, August twenty seventh and or no twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Sorry, in Vernon, New York, at the Vernon Downs Casino. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got some guests already. CJ Graham. Jason for Friday the 13th Part 6 will be in the house. Also, Richard Mouser, who played the original Stan from the 1991 uh, It miniseries that was on television. Uh, also, he was in The Thing. So he's got a lot of credits on that. Come meet him. Come visit him. And, and and so many more. We also have at least one more celebrity to announce. I know one more. Maybe two. But at least one more. And I trust me. Trust me. You will want to find out because I can say this about them. They will be awful. Terrifying. Uh it's a horror fest. What do you expect? Uh, next up, you know, we also have the, the links to like some other great things, including the bands that help provide us with music. Give them a shout out right now. The people who provide us with our uh, theme song, shout out the robots. We love those guys. Also, Second Suitor, Tom Jolu, Floodlands, the Jasons, and the Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. Go check them out. Their links are all there under the music category on 8122productions.com. And last but certainly not least, you can find out about our local sponsors who help us bring this show to you advertisement-free each and every week. 
And uh, because they do that, we're going to give them a shout out now, but you can find out the information at the website. First, starting with the people who provide us with the 8122 Production Studios. That's right, Dragon Master Games, located at 1235 Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your Magic the Gathering gaming needs, visit them on the World Wide Web, DragonMasterGames.com. And of course, if you're in the 607 or passing through the 607 and you want to know about events going down in store, including this week's D&D uh, open, open House, uh, going down to center, I'm going to have Diesel speak on that in a minute, you would follow them on Facebook, Dragon Master Games. And what's uh, up with the D&D uh, Open House? So this weekend, uh, April 16th, there's going to be a D&D Open House going on. There'll be a lot of uh, DMs here doing a little mini one-shots. It's a good way to network and find yourself a game. So if you've thought about playing D&D, but you don't have enough people to start a game yourself, or you want some more experienced people, show up here on Saturday, and uh, you're going to meet a lot of like-minded people, and you're going to hopefully find a group of people that are are a good fit for you. And also, you can say hi to uh, Big Natty Cool himself because Diesel will be in the, his house, yep. uh, probably behind the counter, either selling stuff or buying stuff or yeah. whatever else, sorting stuff. Just say <laughs> hi. You'll, you'll know him. He's a ginger-bearded fella. I tried to get him the, the DM. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I would pay to see that. Uh, with that being said, Diesel, we have one more sponsor. Uh, give him a shout-out. And thank you to Rex to Rod's Auto Detailing, located at 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. To call for an appointment, call 607-644-3389. When you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to summon the three fat nerds at you. Ronald! One out of ten stars. Therapy session. Reading pages and pages of reviews by people who hated this movie has helped me restore my faith in the human race. I also fell for the hype when Lord of the Rings was released, and it made me wonder if conspiracies might prevent certain films from receiving the rating they deserve. More likely, though, I'm giving people too much credit, because the vast majority of amateur reviewers, to my utter amazement, actually like this movie. As far as my two cents, I've viewed thousands of films in my lifetime, and this one is easily is on the bottom 5%. Just a relentlessly boring movie with virtually no plot and bland characters. Filmed in non-stop close-ups. I'm getting hot flashes just thinking about this dreadful three hours I spent in the theater watching this film. Honest truth, I need money badly, but for $100, I would not watch this movie again. One out of ten stars. Lord of the Rings just sucks people. I bet you he'd do something else for $100. Bucks, though. <laughs> that gave $100 to $100, Danny. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a big movie person. I don't think I've seen thousands of movies, though. I think you've seen them. Uh, I'm sure probably a thousand's a lot, dude. dude. Yeah. dude I think we've. I, I, I honestly, I would never want to write them down. I would. I would dare say that probably at this table we've all seen at least a thousand. Yeah. Oh, that's, I'm maybe. being serious. Yeah. No, no, I'm being serious. And we're talking about but lifetime. Thousands is is a. It's a bit of an over exaggeration. I, mean, I think. I, maybe. But I mean, mine is up there. I can tell you right yeah. now. Yeah. I've seen. I've. I'm I've, probably around fifteen hundred at the low end. I'm 39. If you added up all the time I've spent watching movies in my life, I'm pretty sure that would equal up to at least five or six years of my oh, life. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking only like watching a movie once, not now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Watching yeah, yeah, like, no. So different movies. Oh, like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably up about 1,500. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Like, honestly, because really I've watched, I've watched stuff just to watch. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm not counting about even like stuff that I use for background noise. Like, I, I don't count, I'm not counting those. What you should do sometime if you really want to see it is go to one of those. Uh, they have like those websites where you can rate movies, like yeah. real quick, just like star ratings of them, and it has every movie listed, and you could just go through it. And I mean, it'll take you days, yeah. it'll, probably weeks, but you could go through the whole list, and as you go through and rate them, mm. you'll really realize how many you've really yeah. seen. Dude, I've seen probably easily five hundred horror films alone, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, just like that genre alone, and then probably equal amount comedies. Like yeah. it's it's like ridiculous, and then when you add in dramas and yeah. action, yeah, like, like dude, this, I've I've watched a lot of fucking movies. That's why I'm like I'm probably fifteen hundred easy. Yeah, may, I mean maybe didn't make the two thousand mark yet, but 
I mean, I had a collection that part of it got stolen, and I still had a shit ton. Well, yeah. my DVD, uh, my DVD thing for the house, yeah. there was seven hundred DVDs on that okay, alone. Okay, okay. So yeah. think about that. And every yeah. movie on there, I had, seen. I've seen at least once. Yeah, and you I know had, that was only them. That's not counting every other movie I've ever seen. That was seven hundred. Yeah, because so. I had I put them all in uh, the binders, binders yeah. and one of the binders got stolen. But even then. Like in well, I don't even. I'd have to go back and I think if they're 100, 120. Well, it had to be more than one hundred twenty. I think they were two forty. Well, yeah. I mean, so that, so I mean, right there, just three binders full of movies that I all saw. Well, if you see a giant binder at a meth house in Binghamton, it's probably Ron's. Give it back, please. No, it's been it's been. I'm it's joking. Been, it's been, it's been a long gone. This was back in on Pine Street days, so that's been once long again. Gone. Yeah, what oh, I said yeah. was still true. <laughs> oh, I, I could give you a we, list of things. We want but, it. We want it back. No, we don't. It, it doesn't matter at this point. But we still, got streaming now. Yeah. Well, that being said, yeah, I know that the day of buying DVDs and stuff out I, the window. I stopped. Saving so much money. Like I even look at stuff. I'm like, oh, I should pick the. Well, Why? I, I don't care. <laughs> Although I love, I love how the one I thought you were going to comment on is the guy, the the uh, the uh, narcissism of the guy who wrote it. Like I'm glad the people are are seeing things my way, dude. You probably you probably like some shit movies too. Like I just want to throw oh. it out everybody who gives you like some like like lecture on movies. Like I oh. can't believe you uh, scored this lower than that. Is always if you go through, they've liked some shit fucking oh, yeah. movies. Uh, and I just look yep. at him and like, and that Every, was a movie you want to die on? Everybody likes shit movies. There's always a shit. Right, 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 right. But I'm just saying, and like, I'll be the prime subsex for all that. Well, we you, already know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we don't have to dive into your masterpieces that you like. Uh, ah. so well, that being said, though, it's that such a great said. movie. Andy Dick was amazing in it. <laughs> Said no one ever about any Andy Dick movie. <laughs> That's pretty true. It's although, true. although that one movie that I pointed you in the direction to, where he was the coach of that Division three school, yeah, 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 that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> I, he was good in that, but that was that's actually directed DVD and it was real funny. That was real good shit. Uh, anyways, with that being said, that's going to bring us to the end of the show this week. Hopefully, you guys you were entertained and you had a great time with us because we had a great time talking. We will be back next week, of course, reviewing everything, everywhere, all at once for the 3FN Movie Club. Also talking about that whatever happens in this next week in the nerd news. Until next week, when we'll come at you at the same bat time and same bat channel, all I have left to say is take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and most importantly, later, nerds. Later. Time to have a secret meeting about Ezra Miller. <laughs> Lord of the Rings just sucks people. Yeah.